church, come on, let's greet our very own pastor and founder. Here at the upper room, come on, church, let's greet pastor with a hearty amen. Mm-hmm. But also for all who will ever believe in me through 
their message. Now, Christ is saying something that is very, very strong. He said that he is praying not only for these disciples that he had, but also for all who ever believed in him through their message. So this is why that when we hear the message about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, it's the gospel. I pray. I pray that they will all be one. They all be one. It's important in being one in Christ. Just just as you and I are one. Uh-huh. As you are in me. Father, and I am in you. Uh -huh. And may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. That the world may believe that you've been sent by God. It is amazing that a lot of times when people see you or your life, and they see that your life has changed, they got a problem with that. Amen. Why? Because their life has not changed, but your life has changed for the better. And Christ was making it plain that he said, I've taught and trained your disciples. I have, I have trained them so that wherever they go, they continue to say the message about the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ will change a man. It will heal him. It will deliver him. It will set the captives free. So this is why Jesus said, I want the world to know and to believe that I've been sent by my Father. Next verse. I have given them the glory you gave me. Mm -hmm. So in other words, Father, what you gave me, I gave my disciples. And my disciples gave it to every believer that came to Christ. Uh-huh. So they may be one as we are one. Mm-hmm. I am in them. He said, I am in them. Talking about his spirit. He lives in us. And since he lives in us, he speaks to us. Especially when we get into the word of God. When you have an understanding of what God said, you can go further. When you don't have an understanding, you can't go no further. And that's when Satan comes in and snatches the word of God that you heard. And since you heard it, you got to continue to repeat it within yourself to encourage you, to strengthen you because of who you are. You are ambassadors. You are, you, Christ prayed for us that the devil would never overtake us. And the only strength that he has is what we give him over us. Read. And you are in me. Mm -hmm. May they experience such perfect unity mm -hmm. that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Mm -hmm. Father, I want these whom you have given me to be with me where I am. Mm -hmm. Then they can see all the glory you gave me because you love me. Even before the world began. Uh-huh. Oh, righteous father. Mm -hmm. The world doesn't know you. No. But I. The world doesn't know you. Uh-huh. But I do. But I do. Uh-huh. And these disciples know you sent me. And these disciples that he handpicked 
saying, they know you sent me, O righteous Father. But I do, and these disciples know you sent me, but not only that, they got a job to do. Every man and woman that is in Christ has a job. First, they got to be obedient to God. When you be obedient to God, God will open doors that have been shut in your life. He started doing some healing, some deliverance, but see, a lot of times we stop respecting ourselves. And when we stop respecting ourselves, folks ain't gonna respect you because you don't respect yourself. But when you pray and trust God, God honors you, He loves you. His glory comes upon you. That's why you see my spirit lives within you. And if my spirit lives within you, you will survive any trial, any tribulation, any sickness or affliction that you go through because you belong to me. Uh-huh. I have revealed you to them. Mm -hmm. And I will continue to do so. Then your love for me will be in them. I will be in there. What he was saying, Father, I'm praying to my Father about you, all of us, especially his disciples. He said, and I will continue to do so. It means something when you have somebody praying for you. Yes, sir. Amen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. When somebody's praying for you, you don't know what's around the corner, but you don't know what's in the back or in the alley, or on the roof, or what's coming at you. But prayer has a way of diverting demonic things that come at you because you are a believer. And because you are a believer, Satan's job is to hunt you down. And your job is to come out and say, I'm a champion. Hello, somebody. You have graduated from zero to hero. Can I get a witness, somebody? I will win. I will win. I must win because I'm on the winning team. So I have revealed you to them. And I will continue to do so. I love that. When you can't pray to Father, now, the Jesus has already prayed for you. Have you noticed sometimes when you have prayed and you feel that the prayer has not been answered? Each time you open your mouth to pray, God hears you. But he's waiting for you to believe what you prayed for. And when you pray, you got to pray in Jesus' name. When you use his name, because his power, if the devil's in hell, trembles at the name of Jesus, when you call upon him, he's going to answer you. But a lot of times, we, we, we think the Lord is like a... a uh, 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 usher or somebody he got to usher in real quick or oh, 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 move I want you to move now no 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 waiting is experience waiting is you learn all about him and yourself you didn't realize that you had the time within you but you got to remember God is the author of time. He's the healer of time. It takes time for him to give you time to answer your prayer on time. That's the kind of God we serve. And I thank you because he is an on-time God. One thing about God, he said, all God promises are yay and amen. 
Ain't no yea and no. He said yea and amen. In other words, he said, I'll bless you. Agree with me. Can I get a witness? So the Holy Spirit ministry in prayer. What do you mean, preacher? The Holy Spirit intercedes for us. We need a helper. It's called a comforter. It's just the Holy Spirit. Now the scripture tells us in Romans the 8th chapter, Evangelist, verse 26 through 28, the NLT. Listen to about the Holy Spirit ministry, how it intercedes for us. Because a lot of times we don't know what to pray for. As we are. You have it? Yes, sir. All right, come on. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. Hold it there. Hold it right there. You did exercise and do your push-ups and chin-ups and all of that. You get weak, don't you? You sit down. That's what you do. You try to get a second wind. You're not getting a witness. But the Holy Spirit never gets tired. In other words, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. You can be strong in one area and weak in another. That's why it's important for you to stay strong all the time. Especially in your mind. Your mind has to be strong. And the only way your mind is going to be strong is through the Word of God. When you read the Word of God, it is life. You'll find yourself reading and smiling. Somebody say, what they reading over there? What they're reading, they're reading about the Father. And they're getting happy about it because they're standing on the promises of God. So the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For example, go ahead. We, we don't know what God wants us to pray for. We don't know what God wants us to pray for. We always pray what we want. Think about it. Yeah, we do. Give me, we got to give me, let me, let me have all the time. Nah, 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 nah. He says, God wants us to pray, pray for. He said, but we don't know. We don't know. Have you ever noticed when you sit or, or tragedy comes, look like you pray and pray and cry and look like ain't nothing happening? God said, let me listen to you. He says, when you... He, he wants you to give all that to him. He said, cast all your cares upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. Somebody cares. I hear folks tell, oh, you know, I'm lonely. You ain't got this. You got this. You got Jesus. He's more than enough. That's a party by itself. So we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but. The Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings. That cannot be expressed in words. In other words, the Holy Spirit prays for us. He prays for us. If you ever experience when you go to pray and you start to pray and your mind starts to assume and being illuminated through the Spirit and the Word of God, something is happening to you. It is the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is interceding for you. Because we don't know what to pray for. So the Holy Spirit, it moans and it groans and it cries out for our infirmities, which are our weaknesses. So we need the Holy Spirit. I ain't going to do nothing without it. Amen, somebody. So, but it expressed in words. And the Father. And the Father knows all heart 
And the Father who knows mm -hmm. all hearts mm -hmm. knows what the Spirit is saying. He knows what the Spirit is saying. He knows your heart. You all hear people say, I know my heart. You don't know your heart. Because the Bible says the heart is people wicked above all things. Who can know it but God? God knows your heart. God is the one that can change your heart if you let him change your heart. For the Spirit pleads for us believers. In other words, the Holy Spirit, it pleads to God for us. Sometimes you don't feel like praying, but the Holy Spirit will come and you might moan a song or, or you start to feel like I got to pray something. I got to pray something is going on. I don't know what I got to pray, but when you start to praying and when you start to give it into the Holy Spirit, things start to happening. Oh yeah. So stop beating yourself up. Talking about God ain't hear me. God hear every time. Before you even thought about praying, he hear you praying. He know what you're going to ask him. And he's waiting. That's why I say, when you take my spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, when you receive him, he's going to groan. He's going to moan. He's going to cry out. He's going to plead for you. And in harmony with God's own will. And, and we know. And we know. Come on. That God causes everything to work together. Did you hear that? We know that God causes everything to work together. Have you ever tried to put something together and it didn't get it right? You do what? Start over again. You do it again and it still ain't right. But when you put God in it and ask God to help you, there's going to be a change. Uh-huh. We know that God work causes everything to work together mm -hmm. for the good of those who love God mm -hmm. and are called according to his purpose that are for them. called to his purpose. Each and every last one of us have a calling on our lives. Mm -hmm. You might say, well, that ain't my calling. This ain't my calling. That ain't my calling. Well, you're going to have to answer the call because God is calling you into greater things. When you first got saved, when you first accepted Christ in your life, you were praying and looked like God would move so fast. You gave the stuff you asked for, but as you started moving in Christ a little longer, look like you praying ain't nothing moving. What he's doing is testing your faith. Your faith is going to be tested, people of God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. A lot of stuff we don't see, but by faith we're going to trust God for. Yes, yes, so the importance of prayer. Let's go to the importance of prayer. Let's go to uh, James 5. James, the fifth chapter of James, verses 13. On down to Are any of you suffering hardships? Mm, yes, the question. Are you suffering hardship? You should what? You should pray. You should pray. So if, you, if you're if you suffering hardships, he said, pray. Tell God about it. Don't leave nothing out. Tell God exactly what this hardship is. It's a setback. It's causing you pain. It's causing you suffering. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. You should sing praise. That's what we did today. You sing the praise of God. 
Why? Because I'm happy in Jesus. Are any of you what? Are any of you sick? What? You should call for the elders of the church mm -hmm. to come and pray over you, mm -hmm. anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. In the name of, that's the power. You see, you call for the elders of the church, anoint, let them anoint you with, with oil. And they say that the prayer of faith will heal you. And I've seen God do some tremendous healing in the church. I've seen people with full-blown AIDS be delivered. I've seen people cancer. I've seen if I had to go to the hospital see him. He, he was bleeding from his eyes, bleeding from his ear. He was dying. And he said, I don't want to die. And the reason I want to die, he said, because I never get the chance to play ball with my son. And I promised him I would play, I wanted to play ball with him, but he was dying. And he said, I can't go out like this. I said, you believe God, don't you? He said, you know I do, Pastor. And we prayed. Down at that be hospital, we prayed. And we prayed. Left from there, he called me the next day. He said, he told me they're going to release me. I said, they're going to release you, brother? He said, yeah. Can you get somebody to come get me? I said, no problem. No problem. He came. Not only did the Lord bless him, not only did the Lord bless him, he became a deacon. Oh, yeah. He played ball, basketball, football. They all, he played all the balls. He played all of them. And he was thanking God for his healing. And when God healed him, he was saying, Look, he said, I know that the enemy keeps attacking my body. I said, You know why? Be attacking your body because your faith in God is strong. And when your faith is strong in God, Satan going to always continue to attack. Always continue to attack. So you counterattack. Hello, somebody. Amen. And you got to know that God got your back. Amen. And nobody else got your back. God got your back. Amen. So anointing, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. That's why I said you got to pray in the name of Jesus. 15. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick. Oh, it's, it will heal the sick. It will, and we didn't see next week. It will heal the sick. That's why when you when sickness or affliction try to come upon you, you got the power. Lay hands on yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And the Lord will make you well. The, I don't think they heard what you said. And the Lord will make you well. He said, if you offer this faith in prayer, he will heal the sick. And the Lord will make you well. Hallelujah. He's a healer. You know when it really when you really do heavy studying, go into the pharmacy and doctors and all. Doctors are really witch doctors. They took the witch off and just brought them doctors. Because when if you faith is strong in God and you got to see your doctor, talk to you, tell you the doctor tell you, well, this is what you need to take. They will doc, well, what are the side effects? He said, well, ain't that many. What do you mean that many? What, what, what is the side effect of this? And he tells you 
You go into prayer and say, God, I can't take this because these side effects is there. You got to trust God. See, a lot of doctors don't believe in God. You see, there's a higher upper, you know, but he's God. And if you are his son, you his daughter, he promised to heal you. He promised to take care of you. The Bible said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed baked for bread. Because his word is in you. That's why you read his word daily. And when you read his word, he gonna bless you. He said that the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, mm -hmm. you will be what? You will be forgiven. You will be forgiven. So, confess your sins to each other. And pray for each other. So that you may be healed. Confession is very important. Stop holding on in your heart. But I don't like it. I don't like it. No, 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 no. You're building something in you, and it's a blockage. And it's a blockage to your blessing. You got to forget. Jesus said on the cross, Your Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. And a lot of times people do stuff to you, they know what they're doing. And then they try to act like they don't know what they're doing. But you know, and they know. So you got to take the humbleness in you, pray, and keep moving. Because if you stay there, uh, the old nature might try to rise up in you, you know what I mean? Hello, the old nature. Oh, that's a war by itself. You know, why? Because before, uh, you revenge, oh, I love that. Star trouble. So you can get revenge. <laughs> that ain't good. But that's why Satan had us moving. But when we came on the Hallelujah Scott, there's a difference. Amen, somebody. So, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer uh -huh. of a righteous person has great power. And produces wonderful results. And produces wonderful results. Listen, if you see that your sister or brother needs something and you don't have the funds to help them, pray that God bless them. And God will bless them because you pray. Amen. Now don't let the devil come and say, well, look, you ain't got that and they got it now. What you gonna do about that? Well, I've been praying for myself. Sometimes God will give you the gift of praying to somebody else to bless somebody else. Because he's going to take care of you. He needs mouthpieces. He needs somebody that's going to talk to him about us, about one and another. And that's what prayer does. all about communication. 17. Elijah was as human as we are. Mm-hmm. And yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, mm -hmm. none fell for three and a half years. And there's some powerful, there's some powerful stuff there. Elijah, you gonna pray to stop the rain for three years and, and, and a half? He was human just like we are. What's up with that? What kind of relationship? He got with God that he can stop the rain. He stops up everything. Won't nothing grow, how are we gonna live? But he prayed. Sometimes you have to exercise your power and your gift. 
Oui. Then, when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain, mm. and the earth began to yield its crops. What, what, what's up with this guy? He prayed, stop, he prayed again, and it comes. He said, when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain, and the earth began to yield its crops, restore wandering believers. In other words, you have believers that are wondering. They're believers, but they're wondering. They have to be restored. And the only way they're going to be restored, confession, come back to the word of God, and come back to God. Read. My dear brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. if someone among you wanders away from the truth, and is brought back, mm -hmm. you can be sure that whoever brings that sinner back from wandering will save that person from death. Will save that person. That's why when people leave God or backslide away from God, we that are strong are supposed to go and pray, bring them back. Bring them back to the fold. In other words, they, got, they start the wandering believers. They're wandering believers has to be restored. Uh-huh. And bring about the forgiveness of many sins. Mm -hmm. So, you can be sure that whoever brings the sinner back from wandering will save that person from death and bring about forgiveness of many sins. Men ought to pray. Men must pray. Prayer is for the sick. The prayer of faith. Forgiveness comes through faith. The ministry of intercessory prayer comes through prayer and fasting. Prayer accomplishes much. It brings conviction Confession, repentance, conversion, and constellation. So, we ought to really get together on the spirit and start praying for one another. Amen. Your neighbors that know that you're saved, they know that you walk with the Lord, they watch you. They see you going to church or whatever you're going. And they ask you, can you pray for me? Or send one up for me? You know why? They believe in you. Because you're making a positive move when you're going to church or you're going to seek God. Or you're going to have a meeting or in a Bible study. In other words, pray. It'll, it'll change everything. So, in my conclusion, knowing we ought to pray is good. Knowing how to pray is better. But praying is best. So be encouraged. I hope that this message has helped you. And I hope that you go stronger through prayer. And fasting. And your confession to God. You will live. It takes a made-up mind to serve God. 
and Jason made up mind to stay with God. I'll stay with God. And I guarantee you, he'll never run out on you. He'll never divorce you or he'll never quit you. He won't He won't leave you on the curve. Hello? Amen. He will hold you and keep you and strengthen you. When everybody else leaves and laugh at you and say you shoulda, coulda, woulda, God say, I got you. Stop putting your trust and faith in people. You find out they don't mean you no good. But you got to love them and keep on moving. But hold your head up and be blessed. As the church is standing. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this message of prayer. Because we realize that prayer does change things. Prayer has done so much. Just thank you, God, for the communication with you and the relationship in the name of Jesus. We bless your name. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen.